Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, joined as always by John, who's abroad in New Zealand. What's going on, John? Not much. Starting to get free. Not right as on. busy. Just great. Having my weekends back again. Being able to sit around and watch content. It's been amazing. It's been an amazing week of not soul-crushing pressure and delivery mode. It's been awesome. So yeah, it's good. I know, I know we're not there yet, but Andor, did you watch it? No. I've wa- oh, sorry. I watched one oh. episode of Andor. I was a little bored. Oh. To be oh, yeah. honest. First, epi- first episode was um, all First episode up. was rough. It was slow. It was mm-hmm. rough. But I'll keep, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. All right. I won't give up right. on it. I've, I've been watching right. a little bit of World Cup, which we can talk about. Um, oh, yeah? And then, yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's been good. Like, it's been kind of, it's been kind of quiet. So I've been able to, I catch, I caught up on a movie or two. So there's a lot of media that I'm going to consume over the next three months. Media and food. <laughs> All right. This is what I'm going to do until February. It's going to be great. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. A lot of catch up. Got to catch up on the last. Yeah. Like, I got about nine months to catch up on. Yeah. The wow. baby's been delivered. It's time to get my life back because this not baby given away. You have, not, away. you have not had, you're not literally, just to be clear, you have not had a no, baby. No, not a baby. No. It'd be pretty amazing right. if I was like, oh yeah, by the way, I had a baby. <laughs> Hit it for nine months. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That would be pretty wild. Yeah. Well, it's been a little while since we've recorded. Um, it's actually interesting that we're oh, recording. Yeah. By the way, hold it's on. Nighttime. Before you start, before you start, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Some uh, some feedback to you. We yeah. recorded this normally on a Saturday or Sunday, yeah. and for some reason, you've gotten in the habit of releasing it the following Saturday or Sunday. So the news is old. Yeah, well, the we didn't talk old. about any news. We didn't talk about any news. But 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 regardless, why does it take you a week to release the podcast that we deliver? Today on November. Oh, I'm busy. I just, I just forgot. <laughs> November 27th but, is when we're recording this in New Zealand. November 26th in New York. And okay. it shouldn't come out December 3rd. It should come out mm. December 28th. Now I can give latest. you, I can give you the honest answer, Lazy. or I can give you the the twisty. Here's how I rationalize it. Answer. No, give me the honest answer, first, which is you're lazy. Well, I just, yeah, I mean, I just kind of forget other yeah. things pile up, <laughs> and then I just don't do it. But the um, but the way it works out sometimes, like last week when we did not record, then it's like you're on a weekly schedule again, and I'll try to put this up tomorrow because I have time. Sometimes I don't. I'm busy. You know, things are things happen. Okay, you don't know what it's like. You try walking a mile in my moccasins. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you don't know what it's like. Okay. You. you it's crazy. It's crazy up in here in my head. It's madness. It's crazy up in here in my head. <laughs> yeah. I know what I know what's going on in that mind. A lot of puppies running around. It's like yeah, it's like exactly. Dogs. You know, it's and like then, if you ever watched Puppy Cam or the Puppy Bowl, that's your brain. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Then you then you work in like professional responsibilities and then like various other things going on. You know, it's a, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Life's hard, man. All right, you know it. Maybe not living in New Zealand, living that high life with that clean air, no guns. You know, just a bunch of drunks, just a bunch of drunks and hobbits, drunk hobbits. Yeah, yeah it's good. That's your life. How's it feel? It's good. It's good life. Yeah. The blue water, like, um, like unnaturally blue. Like, why is it so blue? It has to be, <laughs> has to be GMO water in New Zealand. I'm starting that conspiracy theory right now. It's a yeah. conspiracy. The New Zealand government is putting some stuff in the water to make it that beautiful blue 
to attract tourism and to oppress its people. Be like, yeah, things suck maybe, but look at that water. It's cool looking, but look, right? Look, but look how blue that water is. Look how great <laughs> that water is. It's great. Exactly. It's and just lift, lift your spirits despite the tumultuous economic situations of the world, which are going and to cripple Zealand, the entire society. Rough. Like it's, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But then, hey, just Zealand's look at the water, man. Yeah. Water looks pretty, doesn't it? Does looks beautiful, but it looks great. Bank account in the in the you know the economic turmoil of living on an island is isn't so beautiful. You know what's free? Hiking. You know what else is free? Kayaking. Assuming you already bought the kayak. If you didn't, yeah. you got to pay for a kayak. You got to buy a kayak. Buy a kayak. Do something in that water. You know what else is free? Swimming. You know? Yeah. This is how they get you. Be careful out there. That's what I'm trying to say. Not all is as it seems. Speaking of uh, tumultuous, there is a there's a war going on. Yes, in my back in my backyard. Uh, okay, and I don't have a yard. I need to specify this. This is just there's something going on. I my my apartment building faces the back, not the street, and there is like some gang warfare going on between some cats. Uh oh, maybe some maybe some other wild animals. Maybe maybe some raccoons. Maybe uh, and dogs are now getting involved. Dogs are barking. Oh, yikes! But you just hear <laughs> these screams and these these yelps of these animals. I don't know what the hell they are. And you just hear like just just a lot of hissing and growling and screaming and scratching. And the next thing you know, there's some barking in there. And that's a new addition that's happened recently. But there is some shit going down. Now, and they recently just repaved this entire thing from the building across the street, which was wonderful when I was working from home and they tore that shit up with a jackhammer. That was awesome. Um, <laughs> so now they have like all this smooth turf to battle on. And yeah, what this, I'll is, tell this you, is what's been going on. No, mm-hmm. what I'll tell you is, unfortunately, you, you are learning about how feral cats are made. Oh. So you think this is lovemaking? I think it is. Oh. <laughs> wow. I'm serious. Cats are... Is, uh, that, is that how it goes? This goes aggressive. Cats are notorious for being very, very loud when they are uh, making more cats. Because it's not a very pleasant process. Oh. It's very... Uh, it's very forceful. Yeah. Because... Oh. Um, yeah. There's something about the cat anatomy that's very rough. Just look at male male cat anatomy, and you're gonna learn something today. <laughs> you're gonna learn. I'm, I'm not just a, gonna. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a process of uh, of of pleasure and pain. It's just normally pain. Oh shit! Um, okay, know. so I just googled. <laughs> Here we go. Oh god! <laughs> I, I just. I love this. I just googled Whoa. why. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the craziest thing. This might be the craziest thing I've ever typed into Google. And I've typed in some crazy shit. For science. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all, this is what I asked. Why is cat sex so rough? <laughs> that was the question I asked. Basically, not assume, basically assuming what you just told me is true. All right, here we go. And then mm-hmm. basically you get like that Google top line where it bolds the important stuff. It just sounds awful. Sounds awful. Ready for this? I'm listening. Still with? All right, here we go. Because the cat's penis is equipped with barbs that are shaped in the direction of the body, the mating act can be quite painful for the cat. Ugh. (laughs) 
cats were a mistake. Like what? What <laughs> <are> we? T- <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, there's a diagram here. No, there's no diagram. There's just yeah. So so to explain, right? Because cute cats on the side. Because nature, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a cat trying to keep your lineage alive, right? And you're in a world of a lot of cats. Specifically, when you are mating, you need to keep. Do you need to give your input the best chance of surviving? So that's what the barbs are for. It actually cleans out the previous. And and makes and that's how they actually that's how the female cats ovulate. Believe it or not. It's the scraping of the the barbed uh Yeah. (laughs) It sounds awful. This is is. there's another here's another article. Cat sex is effectively torture. Yes. This was not covered in the movie. Yeah. So so to be clear, this is not covered in the movie. This is why they why just kill the cat at the end, and that's why they're like, "Yeah, what's the big reward? You die." Yeah, <laughs> that's that's we send you in a balloon to your death, to your demise. Yeah. So yeah, wow. so just so you're aware, that's uh, yeah, that's how that that's that's why what you're hearing sounds so like, what is going on? It's because of probably that because they're probably feral cats and you're doing a lot. Absolutely. It happens a lot, and it seems Probably to be getting more, there. more yeah. intense, more aggro, more like, more violent, really. And like I said, yeah. the dog started barking. So yeah, because the dog's like, "Hey, man, you got to cut it out." And the cat's like, "Shut <laughs> up, we're living our lives." And there you go. Yeah. And uh, now the good thing is, especially in New York, right? I would be happy with dealing with feral cats to a degree because of how many daggone rats there are. I bet you those cats are some. They're some killers. Like those cats. Like they play by the rules of the street. That's not cappuccino, right? Cappuccino is no. a house cat. Cappuccino no, is soft like, and cuddly. Yep. And even though when he purrs, he sounds pissed, he's as gentle as possible. <laughs> What's outside are some killers. Yep. Those are some cats that will hiss and jump at you and claw your face. And they're probably protecting the streets. They're probably out there having gang wars with rats. And making more cats to take over more rats. So that's why everyone's probably like, yeah, it really sucks that the cats are screaming at the top of their lungs in the middle of the night. But -hmm. at the same time, you know, right? Wasn't that, uh, didn't your mayor say that, didn't he have like a real jokey press conference about, you know, it's time to get rid of the rats and the rats have taken over our streets. He was, he sounded like Commissioner Gordon. Have you seen that Uh. clip? Where he's talking no. about getting rid of the rats, and it sounds like he's—it sounds like he's talking about Batman. Yes, yes. I did. <laughs> yeah, Mayor Adams. So yeah, that's people, why right? uh, people not too happy with Mayor Adams. Yeah, no, Mayor Adams is a bit of a kook, but you know who doesn't love a little bit of a kook? Kooks are yeah, fun. Uh, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I don't know enough about him, but everything I do see about, him, I'm like, yeah, this guy doesn't seem like the guy. He doesn't seem like no. the one. No. no. But it seems like whoever the hell is running for office in New York, it's like, no, that's that's a that's a rough job. I don't know yeah. who wants it. And anybody who wants it probably shouldn't have it. We talked about this before, but anything with the politics, if you want to be a politician, yeah, yeah, you probably shouldn't be a politician. I've learned this after being in charge for the last couple of years of, yeah, the only people that really want to be in charge long term are probably sociopaths because yeah. eventually you're like, I don't want to deal with these problems anymore. It's too much. Like, I don't, you know, can't do it too much. So I yep. get it. I get why the people who should be president don't want to be president because they're like, no, I actually enjoy my life. I enjoy yep. that ice, peace, and quiet. So, yeah. yeah. 
So here's the other thing that happened in the last couple of weeks. Um, actually, it was the night. Yeah, so it was uh, it was some Saturday night. Played hockey. Got a uh, got an impromptu message from uh, from Brittany, and she's like, "Hey, I'm going to be in the city. Going to be going to this. I'm going to go to the going to be in the city at like ten or eleven o'clock to see this band. Um, with um, it was she was going to see her sister's. Now, according to what I was told, boyfriend's band <laughs> at this bar at the Lower East Side. And I was like, oh. Sister's boyfriend's band. Yes. Okay. Now, gotcha. I was like, okay, this is weird because you live in Jersey. This is an interesting thing. And I guess she owed her a favor. So she's like, all right, I'll come in. And I was like, hey, I, I could come by and just hang out because, you know, we don't hang out as much anymore. Yeah, of course. That's what happens when. Yeah, when you have grow up, when you have when you have a family, and yeah, you live you have a family, and you, you just and you live in Jersey Jersey, yeah. Jersey doesn't let you go sometimes, so no. that's just how it goes. Um, so yeah, I go to this. So I go to this place after the hockey game, and we go to see the show. First of all, I was like, where I, I remember asking her. This is always a fun conversation when I asked her, uh, her sister, "Oh, where does so where does your boyfriend live?" And she's like, "Oh, he's not my boyfriend." You're like, "Oh, okay." Oh, then that's good. Some fun information. Yeah, it's good to start. But here's <laughs> here's the real fun thing that happened at this uh, at this concert. It's while that guy was playing. Mm-hmm. What was that, he play? Drummer, singer, bass. Oh, so he, so this guy is apparently just like a one man. Like he does. Oh, okay, thing, look at he, that. He plays. He all plays. Gu- he plays guitar and he sings. And okay. he had a and he met Folk a guy. Music, metal. What's he doing? Uh, just like a rock. Just like an alt rock. Okay. Pretty chill. Guy's actually pretty good. Honestly, didn't know what to expect. You go. I mean, I mean, to do a that show, in New York, right? Scene. It's it's kind of like I tell people, right? We've got I've got Greg and Drew and some guys who do who are bartenders, and I'm like, no, no, this isn't just some guy that's down the street at your local, you know, at your local um, dive bar. Like these dudes are professionals. <laughs> it's like this is like these dudes do their job as well as I do mine. Like, don't get yeah. it twisted. If you're if you're in New York and you're doing this at a at a like a like a legit establishment. So he's, I'm sure he probably is good because if you know the bad people singing songs go back to Kansas, the good ones stay in New York. So yeah. this bar, this this is at a bar that sat about it fit probably no more than forty people. Still New York, though. Like very still, very small, and the yeah. uh, not a paid gig. Instead, they pass around a Venmo. Um, oh Venmo, God! Oh uh, QR code. Oh, you millennials! Just here's your here's your Venmo thing. I'm surprised you didn't have to pay an Eve. <laughs> oh, this guy, this guy's not. Eh, he might be a millennial. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, old millennial or young millennial, rather. I'm guessing or old millennial. Uh, upper upper uh, millennial. Yeah. Not a bad thing, you know. But look, we're at, that's at, we're at that age, right? We're getting getting in there. Oh, yeah, trust uh, me, so anyway, I'm, I mean, I'm 40s close. I'm not trying to <laughs> trying to make me talk shit about this guy. It's not about this guy, right? The guy was a good musician. He was pretty good. All right. Okay. And he he played some solid music. I want to tell you about another guy at the bar. So. Brittany's sister and one of her friends, they were also there. So those two moved up to be supportive of this guy. Brittany and I hang in the back, like as far into like the most, as far secluded corners you could be just so we're like, yeah, we're, we're just watching all the shit. You know, everybody's got their coats and bags and stuff. This was like one of the three days it was cold in November. And we're just like, all right, cool. We're just going to hang out here, drink and talk. Then... What is it? Is there something about me that makes me approachable? <laughs> I mean, you're not very threatening, if that helps. Well, no, that's for sure. 
right? Like I'm I'm less approachable than you are just because I, I probably look a little bit more threatening to your average human on earth. Yes, but when we are together, we are most certainly. Oh yeah, yeah. Because then they're just like, look at, look at this, look at this odd couple. Let's go. Let me yeah. figure out what they're doing. Yeah. So what's your act? Oh, uh, hmm. <laughs> he throws me in the air, <laughs> then walks away. <laughs> um. So we were approached by a guy. This guy was a large man, a burly man, mm-hmm. in a tank top. Mm-hmm. And he had like these kind of av- these chunky aviators. They weren't like aviators. They were more like squared off, something like that. And okay. they were like on his shirt. And the shirt said, it, again, it's a tank top. It says party with sluts. <laughs> in, uh, in rainbow lettering. So that's, okay. that's, what, this, that, th- that's what this dude was. Uh, that, that's was what rocking. he was about. <laughs> that's how he started that that's how he approached he's like hey and he just like kind of fun and i see this guy i've seen this guy oh, i found the, the I last found the tank top by the way i found it oh great oh good cool that's <laughs> added to my christmas list so it's, it's big um, right it's got like a pink the party is in pink the width is in green maybe yeah i think send me, send me the link send me the link i, I just typed it in i just typed it into google images but here i'll send it to you oh party okay. with sluts tank top tank top let's see what we got here yeah. yeah, that's the one. That's exactly okay. what it was. Yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs> was was yep. he as ripped as the guy in this uh, first first image? No, no. Burly is the best word I would use to okay. describe this guy. Burly. So, he's so, like, so he hey! filled out the tank top. There uh, wasn't a lot yeah. of breathing room in the tank top. Okay. No, no, definitely not. Okay. Um, good. But that's just what I remember. All right, the guy might have been. I don't know. It, yeah either way i was like this guy's this he's just a big dude like and yeah. mostly like from my perspective everybody's bigger everybody's taller than me like that's just how it works yeah. so I'm, if a guy is like a big guy like yeah i, I notice then that that hits differently than just yes. any other person so I'm, i see this guy and he's like wandering around drifting around this place and i've noticed him since i walked in and i and then once those two left us and it was just pretty yeah, and i see this guy and he's drifting towards us i'm like this guy's definitely gonna approach us and say some shit. To us. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why it's coming. Yeah, so he he approached us. I don't remember his name, but he told us he he told us a couple of things. But he was like, "What we learned was that he it was bros giving, which I guess is <laughs> like a Thanksgiving thing." So what he was Ooh, wearing boy. was more was more ironic, I suppose. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt there. Okay. Yep. His phone was dead. Mm, of course. But he was meeting his girlfriend, uh, he's his girlfriend and her friend at the bar. So he was just waiting for them to show up, and he had no way to communicate with them because he didn't have a phone. So as a result, he was talking to us. Now, the music was kind of loud. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how, but at some point, Buffalo came up. And I was like, oh, well, I... This is why people approach me because I also engage once they approach me. Well, that's the thing. You're not like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Like if he's like, hey, yeah, Buffalo, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, or like, but I, hey, I, Detroit, there was a lot and of I yes. would try as hard as possible not to tell him that I'm be like, oh yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, um, you yeah. could kind of move, right? You got to be cold enough to give him like, yeah, 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 that's the answer. I don't have anything else for you, but you're just like, hey, Buffalo, and then you get into your thing, and then there you go. Yeah, but he said something about Buffalo, and then he said something weird about Buffalo. He's like. Yeah, you know, it's weird. No black people in Buffalo. And I was like, what? There's tons of black people in Buffalo. What is he <laughs> talking about? Well, that that was my response. I was like, dude, haven't you heard of... I was like, have you heard of the Fruit Belt? 
I'm about like, to say, what? every uh, time I go to Buffalo, it's all black people, surprisingly. Yeah. Well, then, what happened was, he said, all right, not a lot of, uh, so he said that, and then he said something, which you always love to hear. Look, I don't mean to be racist, but. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and then boy. the music, and then the music started playing so loud <laughs> that I had no idea what the fuck he was saying for like a solid two minutes as he was going on about that following thing from, I don't know what, I don't mean to be racist, but, and then I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, like doing that to like, yeah, this is over. And then, yeah, yeah we're yeah. done. Like, you don't, we don't need to, re- I don't know what you're saying, but there's probably no need to repeat any of it. Yeah. And he's like, all right. <laughs> and then he, and then he slowly backed away. And then we didn't talk to him for a few minutes <laughs> for a while. Then his, uh, finally he comes over. He's like, Hey, they showed up. My girlfriend and her friend, they're here. And then he apparently said to, and then I said, um, oh, and then I'm like, all right, good stuff. I was like, and I was like, oh, good. You're not, you're not lost in the woods anymore. And he's like, he's like, yeah, right. Frozen too. <laughs> I was like, okay. what? He's like, Frozen too. That's a song for Frozen too. I, I don't know. I said, I. <laughs> I said, I think I've seen the movie once and it sucked. He's like, oh, you hate Frozen 2? Nobody hates Frozen 2. You hate Frozen 2. Frozen 2 is awesome. <laughs> so I basically found like the one guy who loves Frozen 2. Yeah. I, again, I, you don't hear anything about Frozen 2. You hear a lot about huh. Frozen 1. But not yeah, Frozen it's 2. Not, it's not good. He's just, I've never watched yeah, it. This, this dude loved Frozen 2. And, yeah, then, and then the only other thing I, could, I, I remember about this is that he apparently said to... I think he said this to uh, to Brittany, but she's like, yeah, he said this to me. And it's like, he's like, I don't know what it is. He's like, but I'm always attracted to the non-binary women. <laughs> and then that was the last thing. And then we never heard anything else from this guy for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh, New York. Yeah. Tell you what that is. That's liberal America. Right? Yeah, it is. That is liberal America where you got a racist non-binary <laughs> uh large Fro- man frozen two stan yeah who also <laughs> happens to be racist <laughs> so yeah. so, Br- so Brittany and i then just started to riff like being like thinking about his other preferences for disney animated movies it's like i don't i don't fuck fuck with enchanto not because they're brown people not because i'm racist or nothing <laughs> What about oh. Coco? How do you feel about Coco? Hate it. Hate it. Not because they're Mexicans, though. I tell you, that's, yeah. not why. that's not why. That's, that's fine. I mean, it's okay, but you know, it's, it's, it's something about it. Frozen 2, though. <laughs> that's a good movie. Wow. Yeah. It's funny. Interesting, <laughs> interesting, interesting little night. And I know what you're thinking. Hey, how did that night end? And I'll tell you how it ended. Churros. Of course that's it did. I mean, I could have guessed that. They opened could, a If you would have given me five guesses, that would have been one of them. They opened a churro place right next, like in the Lower East Side, and it stands out like a sore thumb. This thing is lit up like an Apple store, which after the sun goes down, you could it's just called El Churro? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You type in churro Lower East Side, and what comes up is El Churro, and yeah. it's got a giant sign on the front of it. Yeah. And yeah, there's soft serve ice cream in here, right? Yeah. We just looking got at, looking uh, at the pictures. You dipped the churros in some chocolate. We got dulce de leche because, of course, is it is it is it close to cats? I see cats popped up on here. Yeah, sure is. Yep, mm-hmm. not too far at all. Mm. 
pretty Look close. Look at that. Good stuff. Nice. It's, it's close to cats and it's close to uh it's close to Clinton Street Baking Company. Yeah. It's a classified as a coffee shop. It looks awfully white in this place. Like it not, is yeah, it just looks like bright. it's right. Yeah, it's very like bright. It's that Apple store. Apple yeah. store. It's got Apple store vibes. You tell me that's not an Apple store vibe? It does, it looks like an Apple store. And I'm they looking at pictures at night. And it's got like blue like fluorescent lights. It's super like if you had a long night, I definitely would not want to come in here because it looks very bright. It is the most not Lower East Side looking place that you could ever put in the Lower East Side. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It looks so excessively modern. Coffee is the best way I could put it. Look at that little cold brew, iced Americano. Just look at the images. That's the good thing about Google. You just go people's random images. And there's some interesting random images that have popped up. They sell matcha lattes. Yeah. Now, I was curious because I see churros and the first thing I'm looking for, you know what I'm looking for when I see churros. Churro ice cream sandwiches. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. They don't do it. Yeah. They don't do it. That's just what? Churro right? That's your place. Rest in peace. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Gone, it's, but not forgotten. Saddest text I've ever received. It was Brittany <laughs> sent it to me. Just like Churro Burrow closed, and I didn't believe her. Well, that just means you need I've, to open up your own. Look, I've, I mean, I've received if, I've received texts that friends have died. And if you want a business, Churro closed idea, was somehow yeah. sadder. If you want a business idea, come down here and open up a Churroboro. I think there is a churro place in Wellington, but come open up a Churroboro down here. And I think I think we're good. I think we can do this. I told I did I tell I did I ever tell you my idea for like a legitimate business that I I actually looked it up this week to see. I'm like, surely somebody's done this. Right? Like an actual business, like an a restaurant concept that's all around stuffed pancakes. Never tell you this? Uh, you might have, but go ahead and explain it. Like the easiest thing in the world is to make. It's not the easiest thing in the world, I guess, but it's super say, it's easy. Not that easy. Like, do you it's stuff a pancake easy. after? Right, like you cook it a little bit, and then you get like a little pipette, right? And you like pipette, pipette. like a little bag, oh, like a little the bag, bag thing. Yeah, it's a pipette. No. That's what it's called. No, no, that's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's way easier than that. Basically. Here's how you make a stuffed pancake. I'm going to tell you the secret right now. Because if someone else makes this restaurant, I don't care. I just want to go to it. Basically, you have you put down your first your first scoop of batter, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have a like basically you want like a frozen disc of a thing, right? And that can be anything. It could be chocolate. It could be peanut butter. It could be matcha ganache, hypothetically, right? Then you place that disc, that frozen disc, on that. On that first ladle of uh, that first blob of uh, batter, mm-hmm. and then you cover the disc, and then you just With cook it batter. like a normal pancake. Yeah, exactly. But and how bam. do you make sure that it's cooked right? Because like you don't want to cut open a pancake and there's still like uncooked batter in it. No, well, it's not that much stuff. You press it down through; it'll cook through, and then you flip it and you cook it on the other side. Why wouldn't you just make one of those like Bill's fluffy pancakes and just like put a little squeeze it in there a little bit, right? Oh, it'll, it'll collapse okay. immediately. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. If you have like, oh, you mean like a souffle style pancake? Yeah, just like a little a pancake that's a little thicker, right? It's got a little bit more, you know, space to it, and there's air inside of those souffle pancakes. That's the thing. Like you, had you just get a little pipette, and you just and you just you give in this it a little, pipette little squeeze. <laughs> you in this pipette? Jesus, no, it's not how it goes. It's like a jelly but donut, imagine, right? That's how you so make imagine, a jelly donut. You cook it, and yes, then you put that's a little, how you make a jelly. Right? Do- yeah, but that's different. Is it? <laughs> uh, jelly donuts have more structure to them, but when you have like those super mm. tall, fluffy pancakes, they it's like 
they're souffles. I mean, imagine that. Like you can't even breathe on them wrong and they fall apart. Hmm. So that's the problem. But if you have um but that's what I'm saying. Like if you have this if you have this idea where imagine a stuffed pancake place where you have multiple batters, multiple fillings, and you can mix and match. How's that? Like if I told you that you can get a Reese's peanut butter cup pancake, which is chocolate pancakes with peanut butter filling. Tell me, tell me these, these kids too, on TikTok like, wouldn't go crazy. It's like anyone who makes up a crepe restaurant. Like it sounds like a good idea. And then you're just like, but like you go there like once a year, maybe. Like yeah. it's not a repeat business. That's the problem because you're like, I don't always want a stuffed pancake. Pancakes are often rich enough as it is. Do I need to really stuff it too? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it seems like do. a good idea, yeah, but do. it just also seems like one of those restaurants that would be a good idea for like a year, and then you realize no one comes back. Do you need to stuff it? No. 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 But it's like one of those things. It's like a special occasion type thing. Like, I'm not going out for pancakes to the same place every time. Yeah. Guess I'll, guess I'll serve eggs for, for people like you. Yeah. Right. The full, the full breakfast. I'll tell you no, what, you I'm just, looking forward to bottomless pots of coffee. And I'm not even really a coffee drinker, but man, that just old that old diner walking around, refilling your cup every two minutes, and then leaving a twenty percent tip on the table. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. You're going you're gonna be in the States soon, like within yes. two weeks, which yes, is crazy. Less than two weeks. So you're gonna be what is the first thing? Like, what have you missed? What have you missed <sighs> that you need to get so first? Long. I'll be and honest, this is the first time that I'm genuinely a little pensive of being in the States. I've been there for so long, and That'd let's just say the news has been crazy <laughs> the, the, the last three years. I don't so watch I'm, Yeah, I'm also just kind of like, mm, how about we just see what happens when we land? Like, I'm keen just to see, like, are we good? Are y'all y'all going to chill out for the next two months? Are it's we not good? like All right. horrible. And then I'll have to figure yeah. out what, yeah, I'm not missing anything specifically. I'm, I'm missing Amazon. I'm missing my ability to get things at, at a whim is what I'm missing. So you're not uh, looking. Yeah. All right. There's nothing specific. That's like, I have to go in oh, that you, person anyways. So are you still going to be, are you, you vegetarian still vegan? Well, I started eating a little bit of fish over the last okay. couple of months. Pres- so I'm going to try to, right? I've always been pretty flexible in that way. I eat mostly vegetarian because it actually makes me feel not awful. Um, mm-hmm. versus eating a bunch of meat all the time. Just eventually, it was like, man, this my stomach's always kind of a mess. Um, but yeah, I, look at this point, like if it's good, I'm gonna eat it. That's kind of the okay. rule I live by. And there's lots of good vegetarian meals out there, so I always default there first. But I ain't gonna starve. So if there's, okay. if there's like, like quite honestly, I could deal with a deli sandwich, right? Like we don't have deli sandwiches here. I just want to go into a deli and rattle off a list of ingredients that they can put on a sandwich for me. Like the, that's not Subway. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And there's some legit delis in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, you get you go to, uh, they have that, what's that one Jewish deli they have there? They got that one like famous one. I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a place that's in Culver City that I always went to. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that place called? Culver City Deli. Is, like is it Korean wise? food? Would you would you get some? Uh, would you is get it the wise get some? Deli? Yeah, I'll, look, I'll get some, I'll, you know, Japan town, the Korean barbecue. Is good. Yeah, over get there. some get some kebab barbecue. That yeah, I think good, I think it's right? Wise Sons. I think this is the place. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, like I just I just want to you know just get a basic deli sandwich, just like some real, just kind of general American stuff that you can't get anywhere else. 
Um, mm. Like, you know what? I'd even be down to go get a Costco hot dog for a dollar fifty because that's what you do in America. <laughs> Just don't go to Pink's. Don't go to Pink's. Hot no, dog. Pink's don't, is don't awful. Pink's is the really I, the very first time I visited LA, I went to Pink's. It was awful. Yeah. Stood in line for the worst hot dog I've ever eaten. I'm like, how do you mess yeah. up a hot dog? You know how you, you mess up a hot dog? It. That's how they by putting it. by putting too much crap on it is how you mess up a hot dog. Pink's hot dog oh. sucks. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> and I say that I'll put my name on that one. Pink's is terrible. And even their website isn't even isn't even certified. You know, it doesn't even have a a, a valid certificate. It says here it says my connection is not private when I try to go to Pink's Hollywood. So no, screw Pink's. I'm out. It's gross. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. It stuff. is bad. All it right. gets great ratings and it's awful. I've been there once. I'm not going again. Like, just look at the type in Pink's hot dogs and go to Google Images. These hot dogs do not look like something you'd actually want to eat. Like, why are you putting an onion ring on a hot dog? Why, why are you putting the, Mexican toppings on a hot dog? What are you doing? That's not the part that bothers me. And why is the hot dog not fitting the bun? Well, that's that's Get a normal. bun. No, that's that's a no. normal thing. No, no, I'm no, not no. going to knock. I'm no, not going to knock hot points dogs for, are gross. for a thing. Look, I'm going to send you a picture of this hot dog. You tell me, does this look appetizing to you? Because it looks disgusting is what it looks like to me. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. All right. I'm so ready I'm going to send this you one. this image. This is trying to yep. see is this from <laughs> Food Panda. Oh. Food Panda. No, this is awful. This that didn't give me what I wanted here. I'm just going to take a screenshot of this. Yeah, do it that way. And then it's trying to give you a, a web picture. a web P image. One of those nonsense things. Is that what it is? When you hit it's a little, little shortcut there, you hit Windows key Shift and S. It gives you the you can draw a little. You can that's draw the, a little. Yeah, uh, that's what's the best. Over. Yeah. No, I wouldn't need like, any of this shit. Like, like this exactly. Is None of it looks good, but, and that's the problem. I'm all about stuff and stuff and other stuff. I'm all about it. That's the life. I'm down with it. But these hot dogs look gross. And quite frankly, when you grow up in Detroit, just give me a Coney dog. Just give me some chili and some cheese on a hot dog, and I'm good. And some onions. But don't, like, you start putting jalapeno. Like, this doesn't look like something I actually want to spend my time eating. It's awful. Yeah. The problem with Pink's hot dogs, and and I should, full disclosure, I've never had Pink's hot dogs, but I need oh, to well, say now, that. Hold on now. Hold on. Hold but hold on. You can continue your point, but that doesn't validate you a little bit. You never had You're it. right. I completely understand. That this is an invalid it. opinion. You're right. I might, but hear me out. They boil their hot dogs. Yeah. That one of the best things about a hot dog is the texture when you have it grilled and you have that snap, as they say, which is a weird thing to say about a food, but it makes sense because it's about that crispier skin on the outside that gives you that texture. That's why you got to grill your hot dogs. That's the only way. That you should make a hot dog. I'll be honest. That's why I'm. I'm pretty. It doesn't make a difference to me. <laughs> but 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 yeah, I'm with you. If you can grill it, you should grill it. If you have a grill and a pot of water, you should you grill the hot dog. I, you're in different. <laughs> your indifference is a lot. I'm kind of because if you are if you are making a a hot dog serving establishment, show some respect for your flagship thing which is the hot dog itself and what it is like you can cover anything if you throw it in all this shit like great cool yeah your hot dog you have this pale ass hot dog on a bun that's too big for the bun yeah okay it's egregiously big for the bun i i see what you're saying now it's not just a little bit of a peak yeah, no, it's 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 like egregiously big it's yeah, like we're, more we're like why even, we're dealing with yeah. inches yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like okay. it's, it's Again, like most of the most of the thing is out of the is out of the bun <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, you know, you throw some like all this shit on top of it. Like, it, what are you really doing? This is not a hot dog anymore. It's just delivery mechanism for whatever the hell is on this bun. 
Hold on. I do want to see how are Coney dogs made? Like Detroit Coney dogs. Do they boil those? I'm interested. Though. Let me see if it I can probably scan depends on where you go. It probably depends. You got to pick right. the place. Again, I'm, I like, like that to me is an egregious sin. Like it's fine. Like if it's good, it's good. Like for me, it's, it's, it's a mixture of what you put on the dog. Like if I'm going to eat just a hot dog on its own with mustard, like a stadium hot dog, right? Hot dog, bun, mustard, not even talking onions. That's got to be grilled. Okay. I'm with you, right? That's got to be grilled. I got to taste the because then the hot dog is the feature there. Right. But if you're making like a coney dog and you're putting like chili and you're putting some onions on there, you got some mustard and a little cheese on the bottom, then I like fine, like whatever. Like it's about you the mixture something. of all of it together. But in general, I'm with you. Like in general, I'm with you with grilling the hot dog. But also, if you boiled it, but if you put the mixture together, it's good. But I'm not a boiled hot dog on its own. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank That's you. That's what they do at it. Then at, I might as well be at a concession stand. <laughs> you know exactly hot dog boiled or grilled boiled or grilled avoid boiling your hot dogs is what insider.com says <laughs> yes because it's gross yeah, yeah look I'm, I'm with you i'm with you that you should generally grill your hot dogs but i also just don't know if coney dogs are boiled or grilled i think so. it just depends pick a what you need to do you don't you don't look that up you need to look up in a staff like what's what's the name of a place in detroit that nathan's. makes coney dogs well nathan's. hold on is nathan's hot dogs grilled uh yeah, I think so. Yeah, again, I don't, Nathan, I don't know. I've, I'm pretty sure Nathan. Like, I would hot say dog that's the most famous hot dog grilled. in the world, whether whether it's good or not, right? Because of the hot dog eating contest. How long? So let's see. Does I guess that's the question. I'm pretty sure they do. Does Nathan's do? do Nathan's it's grilled. It looks like it's grilled. I, yeah, Nathan grill. says grills it. Right? They say turn on your grill. I saw it on here. From pan okay. fine grilled oven, dare we say even microwave and countless ways to hook dog. Says, yeah, grill. Yeah, grill. Yeah, they get it. They get yeah, it. So therefore, Nathan's is better just from that alone. In general, but no, give me, give me the name of a. Here. What's the name of a place in Detroit that does Coney Ball? Coney uh, National Coney Island, I think. Right? There's National. What? and There's one other one. Right? Detroit Coney Island. That's so confusing. There's two right across right. the street from each other in Detroit. Great. All right, I'm going to the there's map. there's the American Coney Island and then the I think that's how it, I think that's what it is. I've been there. In oh, there's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of these things. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Detroit's okay, staple so it's food. It's a Coney dog, and Coney dogs are delicious. Okay. If you never had one and you go to Detroit, yeah. So there's Lafayette and there's this American Coney Island. They're right next to each other. Oh my god, I've never had a Coney dog, but these look like a mess. It's good. They look like they're grilled though. They look like they're yeah yeah. Like I think you're right that you shouldn't you shouldn't boil a hot dog. Like I'm with Don't you. Don't but... boil if you're selling a hot dog and you're not at a concession stand at a little league game. Do not boil your hot dogs. Man, this Coney dog is taking me back. I haven't had Coney dog. Show in some years. show some self respect for your fellow man and grill your hot dogs. Right. <laughs> and also kosher hot dogs. I stand kosher hot dogs. Oh oh, that's got to be it's got to be beef right can't be pork yeah beef frank exactly yeah pork is un- pork hot dogs are unsettling and i love pork yeah but pork again, hot dogs, again I'm like i'm not i'm not a real snob when it comes to the hot dog surprisingly it's like, not it's just snobbery. Like, this is this is more sus- suspicions i don't know what's <laughs> of, going of what's on. in the hot dog Look, what's in there? if one's saying all beef and the other says nothing Another one just says hot dog. <laughs> yeah, like why? What are you hiding? <laughs> what are you hiding? That's my question. Yeah, man, this. Uh, I'm I'm scrolling through this thing. I can't even see a hot dog. In That's any my of these point, pictures. right? If you make a They're dog like this, but see, but in... the dog fits in the in the bun. And oh, Pink's hot dog is like, let's throw jalapenos and like cilantro on think... top of it. And I'm like, get out of here with that. 
I don't think National Coney Island grills hot dogs. I'm I'm just looking at this. It doesn't look like they grill hot dogs. Uh, so like one it. of these pl- these places definitely grilling their their hot dogs. I'm looking at it. There's a big grill and they're they're putting the sauce. Oh, okay, on there. Cool. I'm pretty sure they grill it. Like I'm I'm 99 okay, sure that they grill their. Hot oh, dogs. finally. Oh no, these these are sausages. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I hope you learned something today, <laughs> people listening. Hope you learned something. Don't boil hot dogs. Yeah. Don't for real and don't go to Pink's. Don't give them the satisfaction. Now maybe I should go just so I can. I should be validated when I'm shit talking. But if I you should. clarify you should up go. front. Yeah, you I should go to Pink's. But wanna... I'll tell you, I will never go back there. Like, I will starve before I eat at Pink's. But that's, but that's because I've been there. And look, to be honest with you, standing in line immediately, right? Like, we've said, I've said this a thousand times on this podcast, right? The formula for happiness. And when mm-hmm. I have to stand in line for an hour to eat a hot dog that's not very good, Formula for happiness is out the window. Your expectations are through the roof. If I'm waiting in the line, this bet this hot dog better blow my mind. And I ate half of this thing, and I'm not a picky eater. And I was just like, "Nah, this is gross. I'm good." I don't remember what I got. I think I got something pretty basic. I think I tried to get something that was kind of like a coney dog. And I'm eating this thing. And I'm just like, "Man, this is gross, man. Like the dog is gross. The bun's gross. Everything's gross." And I just it, it's not it. Pink's is not it. I've never met anybody. In person, that said that they liked Pink's. Well, because most people, right? You go to LA, and what do they tell you? Oh, you got to go in and out. No one says you have to go to Pink's. They're like, oh, well, go to Pink's because that's where the stars go. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't waste your time. There's a thousand better places to go in LA for food in general. Don't go to Pink's. I'll reserve my in and out opinion for another time. Look, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with you. The thing with in and out, their fries have about a five minute shelf life. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't eat those fries in five minutes, it's the worst fry of all the fast food fry. But for those five minutes, it's pretty good. So anytime I ever order in and out, I eat those fries like 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 there's a race against time. Like there's a bomb in the bag. <laughs> if if you don't eat those fries in the first five minutes, they turn into a rubbery mess. Um, it's gross, and it's because right, it's because they cut their potatoes fresh. I think. Oh. Well, yeah, they, they got some. the little thing, and you can see the poor little sixteen-year-old, you know, yeah. making fries live. <laughs> so, got to start somewhere. Phil's character. Yeah, I my biggest problem with the In and Out people who like love In and Out is like it devolves into a any the whole In and Out versus Shake Shack conversation, which is the dumbest yeah. Yeah, conversation. Shake, Shake Shacks like like miles it's better. the it's the moon man it's not even close it's not, like, it's not close it's, it's not even the checkers and chess it's like shake shack is chess and the other guy wasn't even is not even in a room like he's just, it's, it's uh, not, he's a not even getting up. it's like you're it's like it's you're not a like you're slap fighting like you're doing something totally different <laughs> <laughs> you're playing with a ball and paddle yeah it's That's a totally different doing. thing yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the ball it. with yeah, the string like, on it right it's like the ball with the string versus playing chess yeah yeah, that's that's what's going on. It's not they're not even in the same league. Like it's not even close. You want to compare Shake Shack? You want to compare In and Out? Something like McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's? I'll have that conversation. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. But, it's a good burger. It's good. But yeah, there's, there's it's not fine. too much. I, I'm not a big zealot of. I go to L.A. and the first thing I have to do is eat an In and Out. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, and I guess when you live there, you're just like, fine, because you can have it whenever. Totally. And then you realize like. Actually, five guys. I'd much rather go to that place. <laughs> so, yeah. But again, five guys. I'd put five guys in the Shake Shack conversation. I agree. Like five guys have some good fries. It's on the that level. Good. It's on that level. Except for the I'm peanuts okay. on the floor thing. If you if you have peanuts 
like and you you're encouraging me to just like spill them on your floor i have questions like do they ask you to do that I don't think you're supposed to do that. I no, but they give you put peanuts the shells when you're in the like trash. In line. I think you can yeah, put them on Yeah, you get the... peanuts, then you get one of those paper trays, and you put the shells in the tray. What kind of monster are you? What are you doing? Well, I could have sworn. Or, or am I thinking of the 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 steakhouse restaurant where you like they literally throw, tell you to put the peanut shells? On the yes. Floor. Okay, that is right? a thing. That okay. yeah, okay. that's I forgot. Maybe, which maybe, one maybe that I was. got it mixed up. Maybe because I know they give you peanuts. And for whatever reason, yes. whenever I think of peanuts in a restaurant, I think of Stink the house. restaurant where you walk in and you're just like, why am I stepping on daggone peanuts? And it's just like, oh, that's part of our vibe. And it's like, it's gross. Like, you got gross. rats in here because you got peanut shells on the floor. I know you got rats in here. Wait, is it? <laughs> is it Texas Roadhouse? I it's got to be. Logan's Roadhouse. Roadhouse. I think it's a So I guess it places. is Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, that's gross, man. No, Texas Roadhouse is a specific place. If you said Logan's, that's something else. Like there was also a place in Buffalo just called Roadhouse, which was also very good. But um, Texas Roadhouse is phenomenal. I will not accept any Texas Roadhouse slander. And here's a funny article. Texas Roadhouse has been sued at least three times for this messy problem. Which yeah, it's is great gross. clickbait, but it's definitely about the peanuts. But guess what? They don't do that anymore. Oh, there you go. Yeah, something. they stopped. They shouldn't. They so, should. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. Pop Five Guys just has the, are the peanuts free? Yeah, okay, yeah. It's just like a big like, like scooper a thing of peanuts you yeah. just get. It's just like a big plastic thing. And it's like, come scoop right. some peanuts in a bag. It's cool, yep. but it's also a little gross. I like it. Why are they giving I mean, I'm not... peanuts anyways? Because they can. Okay. Something <laughs> yeah. to do while you're waiting. Yeah, that you way know? you don't complain. But like, yeah. it's Get some weird. protein. Get some protein. Uh, I mean, granted, you're about to get a burger, but, you know, get some. I was going to uh, say, it's, a little fat and pr- it's more fat than protein. I like peanuts. I'm a big peanut fan. Big peanut butter. Are peanuts good for you? They're good for you, right? Yeah, they're good for you, but, but they're the high calories, though, because they're mostly fat. Oh, healthy fats. Yeah, but anything too many <laughs> calories is not healthy. You can eat. I mean, you're good right. luck trying to eat, you know, 5,000 calories of lettuce, but you could, and then you can become very large. <laughs> so you can become large eating too much of anything. <laughs> That would be crazy. Much, yeah. Hang on a second. How much? How, much, how many calories? It's not a lot. It's like of, five at the most. So you. I'm have looking to at eat. a head of lettuce. Fifty three. So a head of lettuce. So fifty three divided by your, you know, two thousand calories or three thousand calories a day. Yeah, let's just call it fifty. Yes, yeah, so it's forty heads of lettuce. <laughs> like the they, whole head. Yeah, Daily. Whole head. Then you get two. Th- then you get two thousand calories a day. Yeah. Wow. That's hardcore. Yeah. Can't imagine. All right. Well, look, we've meandered enough. Let's jump into some media therapy, shall we? What do you say? Well, real quick, I do want to oh, ask yeah. about what about what China's doing. Are they the only ones that still believe that like locking people inside their houses means no COVID? Oh yeah. So <laughs> right? Are they the only ones who just decided like no, we're going to beat this thing, and the rest of us have very clearly given up. And it's like, yeah, just catch it. It's fine. You catch it, and then the worry's gone, and then we move on. And China, yeah, I, I, right, they got protests. I'm, I just went to CNN as yep. we're talking, and I just see protests are up across China, breaking news that the the CCP is trying to take down videos of people telling Xi Jinping to step down because we want to leave our houses. And I, I'm trying to figure out, do they really believe that just like, you know, hermetically sealing people into salons is going to stop covid it's a um yeah they've they've had from the beginning the zero covid policy so like if there's one thing that if there's one case then the whole city shuts down yeah the whole and they've thing been doing like this done. since We're the dead. beginning yeah and they're the only 
country that still does that. Tourism is still shut down. And it also really screws up manufacturing as well, because if a city shut down and there's something made there, then guess what? Nobody's going to work. Everything's down. I think at this point, it's not actually a belief in it, but it's also a, uh, it, it's just a power thing. And the other thing is, do you they think gave it's out these a power vaccines. thing though? Or do you think that this is just kind of one of those things where they've been kind of lying about this since the beginning? And so they're just sticking to their guns of, nope, not a problem in China. We've got zero COVID. We're getting rid of it. And everyone else is like, no. we know it came from China. No, we they know, know this is y'all's fault and y'all tried to hide it, but, 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 but we're good now, right? We've caught it. We're good. You know, sure. A lot of people died, but now we got vaccines and, you know, some people take it, some people don't, but it's all good. Like we're kind of at the point where everyone is kind of like, yeah, we're kind of done, right? Like we're done. Like it's still a thing, but like people are more afraid of the flu now in the States than they are COVID, right? Um, yeah, probably. But that's the thing is like, it, there is a little bit of the, I think it is the power thing because there's no way they still believe it's really, I mean, they, they're with the rest of the world. But the other thing is that their, um, their vaccine, like they're using their own made vaccine. That's not as mm. effective as the mm. ones that the rest of the world have. Not that that matters because at this point with the way it's been circulated around the world and like, and, and through China, it's like, there's enough herd immunity at this point. You would imagine like enough people have caught it that they have antibodies that way. And then you have this vaccine while not a hundred percent effective. It's not, I mean, none of the vaccines are a hundred percent. We're talking about minimum 70% effective. I think that was like the worst case. Oh no. Johnson Johnson was like 65 or something like that, which is still pretty good for a vaccine. Right. So if theirs was worse than that, then who knows? But yeah, they, they gotta, they gotta cut this shit out. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not I, much I really can do news where they're just like, Hey, China or, really still is trying to stick to this zero COVID thing. Or um, here's the other thing is that they are just so paranoid about it getting worse because they had some serious problems when they had, um, when the first outbreaks happened and keep in mind how densely populated these cities are and how many people there are. And, they probably don't want another like international incident of things getting out just like the first time, but it's inevitable if there's disease yeah. and it spreads from people to people and you're not just locking everybody in that it's inevitable. That stuff gets out. Like, people like are going to get this sick. Point, right. I think we'd all kind of forgive China. Like, honestly, like at this point, like, you know, I think people were real kind of salty a while ago of like, you, you know, you ruin things, but like now we're at the point where I think most people would be like, yeah, just don't do it again. Like, whatever happened in that lab, just don't do it again. Like, just, we're good, right? Just be honest with us, and we're good. We've now gone through this as a world, and yeah, it sucked, but we're now on the other side of this thing, and we've got bigger problems to solve. Like, we're all about to go into a global recession, and climate change seems to be actually serious. <laughs> you know, we tried to say, oh, it was fake. Oh, what do you mean it's getting colder outside? But, like, there's places in New Zealand that, like, are going to have to, there's a, there's a mountain here, Mount Ropeyu, where there's a like it was a big like ski and snowboarding resort. They haven't had enough snow in the last five years, and they're just like, we need to like this isn't a ski town anymore. Like climate change has completely removed the snow from this because it doesn't get cold enough. Wow. So so like climate change is real and it's happening, and we'll see whether or not we believe this enough to do something about it. But for some reason, China just seems to be trying to tell their people this thing is still this thing that you know. We this isn't a problem in China because we deal with it in this way. Look at the rest of the world. They've caught it and there are all these other problems, but China's fixed. And it's like, no, you guys are actually now starting to make this worse 
because you won't just let your people get herd immunity because you're basically trying to seal them off from the rest of the world, which is not what China wants, I think, long term. So I don't know what no. they're doing. It's very weird. Yeah, but I think, you know, you try to flex control, try to push through. and you Because the other thing that might happen is, again, trying to give some of the benefit of the doubt, because they have all the people, because they have so many people and they worry about things getting crazy. Like you look at our issues with shortage of medical professionals, like overrunning the hospitals is something that would probably happen a lot faster there. And if you multiply that by all the cities they have, it's like you have not just one New York, not just a handful of like these big dense cities, but you got a shit ton of them. <laughs> like, yeah, so but again, like it's things. all these videos. I'm watching the videos of these people because I think there was a there's like some cases at Foxconn. Yeah, and problem. Then basically, these people were like, "No, no, no! You're not locking us in freaking Foxconn because they've already got problems of like you know they don't get paid enough and they got to live in the factory. And it's awful, right? Foxconn has been awful for decades, and for some reason, we're just happy buying iPhones. <laughs> like, kind of sums up like. Yeah, just keep making those iPhones. They have suicide oh, nets. Yeah, but people are jumping out of the building. But we're just like, hey, that new iPhone, iPhone 14 is kind of dope, though. <laughs> like, it's, it's got to go. It's got three cameras. Yeah, like, cool. oh, man, this, this iPad, look at this. Pretty nice. But, like, these people are, like, locked inside of this building, like, making your iPhone. And, yeah, like, there's these crazy protests. This video of these people running out of this facility. And, like, all these cops coming out of the way. It looks like something out of a zombie movie. It's super weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, anyways, I just I saw that on CNN. I'm like, yeah, China's really gonna, they're gonna stick to this thing. Like, they're not budget on this either. They're like, no, 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 like, we get COVID, we're locking everything down. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't, Alrighty, uh, but yeah. can't tell you. Happy, happier it's times. We can go on to uh, media therapy. <laughs> yeah, enough of that shit. Let's get to some media therapy. I've actually did have a Paul Giamatti game. Who the hell was I looking for? It's been a it while. was, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute getting to me right okay here we go who's older octavia spencer or paul giamatti that's a good one because i think she's a little younger than maybe you think she is i'm gonna say she's younger so i'm gonna say paul giamatti is older but not by much i'm gonna say he's older by like a year or six months to a year what the hell happened did is paul <laughs> giamatti no okay cool that makes sense no i was just like looking at, and they're telling me paul giamatti 60 i'm like what's going on google like get your no, shit no, together no, he didn't he no, didn't no, age. we're not didn't there age. yet all right so what do you say what's your guess my guess is she's six months younger than him okay she is actually three years younger than paul oh giamatti. wow look at that yeah yeah now i brought her up because i recently saw uh spirited which she was in that is the are you familiar with this movie i'm not no Okay, so Spirited is the latest, is a Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell Christmas musical. Uh, I am now aware. Now that you've said those names, I've seen the, the trailer for this. So I'm aware oh, of it, but I'm everywhere. not. I don't know oh what it's my about. God. Yeah. So basically, it's a play on a Christmas Carol. And uh, Ryan Reynolds is a terrible person. He's basically. He's playing himself. Um, yeah, playing exactly. Himself, he's but, but he's a little himself. Bit of a twist. He's himself, and uh, Will Ferrell is the ghost of Christmas present, and basically they're they're doing their little Christmas story thing to try to make Ryan Reynolds a good person. And then along mm. the way, there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of singing and dancing. Honestly, good movie, <laughs> really good movie. <laughs> I'd recommend this movie if you have any tolerance for any of those things. Also, Ryan Reynolds, I don't know what the deal is with this dude, but uh, now he can sing and dance. Oh, he can and always sing and dance. He he, he oh, was okay. always. I don't know where else I've seen him sing and dance, but he's always 
he's he's kind of your stereotypical Hollywood, a little bit of a Hugh Jackman, to be honest. Like, oh. he's he's got he's got some singing and some dancing in him. So okay. yeah, I'm not surprised by that at all. Did a great job. Uh, this movie's a lot of fun. It's um, yeah, nice little twist on the on the story. Some fun little surprises there. Uh, yeah, I would uh, I'd recommend this if you're looking for a if you're looking for a nice Christmas romp. Then I'd recommend it. Right. Um, but I'll kick things off. What do you got? And then I, I got some other things that I've seen. Okay, so I've watched I've seen- two movies that aren't necessarily new. They came out this year, but they're not new movies. Oh, uh, three movies. Sorry. So I watched Black Adam. And <laughs> and it's about what I expected because we we worked on Black Adam. It's about what I expected. Um, it's The Rock, still The Rock. He can't help it, right? Like he was kind of trying to play this very serious, very stoic. I'm a former slave. I I take. I'm here for killing everybody, right? Mm. But he can't help being The Rock. Like he just can't. It, it's 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 who he is, right? Like he can't fix it. Um. So yeah, I, I'm not surprised that it was what it was. I I actually thought Pierce Brosnan held that movie up by himself. That character was yes. great. That character He's was awesome. awesome. Um like e- even just from a like, you know, look, I'm not a big superhero fan, but I, I still I still like watching cool stuff, right? Like if you give me that's why Doctor Strange is so disappointing to me cuz the idea of Doctor Strange I've, we've talked about this from years ago. The idea of Doctor Strange is super weird and trippy. And you know, they, they he has the whole different dimensions and the buildings turn around and but then you watch it and you're just like, okay. But Pierce Broston with his helmet and his magical let's transport you to different stuff, I was like, that's what Doctor Strange should be. Like it's super weird and trippy. He was great in this movie, surprisingly. I was not expecting yeah. that from Pierce Brosnan. He still got it. And it was great. And he held up the movie for me. So yeah, I'd I'd give it a watch. If you like superhero stuff, you'll you'll find this fine. But yeah, if you like Pierce Brosnan, it's one of his better performances in the last 10 years, given how bad that movie was. So yeah. Now I gotta look at what Pierce Brosnan's been in the last yeah, 10 Yeah, Pierce years. Brosnan's good. Like, people seem to forget. He was Bond, but his guy's been, and now he's got a little bit of salt and pepper. He's always got the beard. I need to, need to go find some other Pierce Brosnan movies, because I, I, I think he's starring in some stuff, and we don't give him enough credit as he's aged more gracefully than probably any other Bond currently has. Like Last Daniel thing I remember Craig's him starting in... to do some weird stuff. Daniel Craig's an odd guy. <laughs> Don't talk shit about Daniel Craig. I got. I'm gonna go see Glass Onion tomorrow. I'm excited. Isn't that on now? Isn't that out on Netflix? Uh, in December. But you know what? Okay. I want to see it in a theater. Okay. Cool. Because I need to pay attention. I need to. I want to. I want to get fully immersed in this who done it and try to figure out who gone done it. Who who gone done it? All right. Well, yeah. Anyways, it's all Black Adam. I saw. I saw this movie called Duel. Have you heard of this movie before? Yes. Why have I heard of this? It's got Karen Gillan in it. E, no, I've never heard of this movie. Never heard of this movie. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm looking at this post now. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Didn't okay, expect so, this to go where it's got Aaron Paul. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to read the. I'm going to read the, Why the byline. Did you say, here. How? Oh my god. Or the. Uh, sorry. Not, not, not the byline. I'm going to read the. You know the the elevator pitch here. A terminally ill woman opts for a cloning procedure to ease her loss on her friends and family. When she makes a miraculous recovery, her attempts to have her clone decommissioned fail and lead to a court-mandated duel to the death. Whoa! So I read this and said, I read this and said, yeah, I'm in. (laughs) Oh my god. What a concept. Okay. Right? Um, It wasn't nearly as good as that byline, but I enjoyed it. She's 
she's a much better actor than I think we give her credit for because she's always kind of she's always been kind of a second fiddle to superhero stuff, right? Because she's the blue person in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Nebula. Uh and then she's also in the the Jumanji movies, right? So for me, I'm just like, yeah, she's, you know, you always kind of see her as a as a second, you know, as a good supporting cast member of a bigger ensemble. But in this thing, she's very clearly kind of the star. I mean, Aaron Paul's in it, but he's he's kind of a, you know, he's on the poster because it's Aaron Paul, but he's in maybe half the movie, if that. He's not in it very long. Um, huh. Yeah, look, it's quirky. It reminds me of an A24 just genre of film, right? It's totally like this independent, weird, everyone is deadpan you know, it's kind of dark. There's not a lot of like big action sequences. It's kind of it's more about this person's life and you know the fact that they've got to deal with the fact that they've they've got another version of them who's living their life and they're living their life better than they are. It's it's a really you watch this and you go, oh, this is like the lobster or any of those types of movies, right? Um, yeah. But I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd recommend it. It's good, but it's it's a little violent. You might not like the violence. Um. But yeah, it's it's an interesting watch. If you like those weird indie films that make you think like, oh, society, you know, the idea of having a clone is interesting until it it immediately isn't. Um, you should watch this movie. So yeah, that's my review. It's all right. All right. All right. It's all right. And I watched one box. more thing. Watch one more movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Death on the Nile I watched today. Oh, okay. Sure. I saw that. Have you seen this? Speaking of whodunits. Who done it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, Murder yeah. the Orient Express. Right. Same guy. Same character. Kind of like, uh, kind of like what's going to happen with Knives Out and Glass Onion. Right. Same detective. Yep. As he, you know, goes through another interesting, you know, stuck on a, you know, stuck on a vehicle to figure out who yep. killed who. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful people on a boat. Beautiful yeah. people on a boat. One dies. <laughs> yeah. And then you know stuff happens. So yeah, look, Death on a Nile was good. I, I've got some visual effects notes on this thing. It looks weird. Oh, yeah, it, totally. There's it, some weird shit. In it's <laughs> odd. Like, it, it's, it's, yeah. we, we normally get pretty good with integrating stuff these days where you just don't notice it. It's very clear that that was like a stylistic choice of mm-hmm. like, let's make this look like it's lit in a very weird way. And it's very, the water looks fake and the background looks fake. And it was odd. It looked like they were on green screens the entire movie, except for when they were on the boat. Because it's very clear when they were on the boat, they shot that. <laughs> But everything else was just digital. Um, But I liked it, though. I didn't dislike it. I liked the whodunit. I liked some of the characters. Uh, Yeah, I would, if you liked Murder on the Orient Express, it's not as good as that movie. And I would say the the cast is not as strong. The Murder on the Orient Express, if you look at that cast, that's one hell of a cast. That cast is strong. Yeah. Death on the Nile? Uh, Like, look, I know we all love Gal, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. Ah, she's okay. She's not a very good actor, but it's fine, right? It's okay. Like oh, they're working on. Uh, they're working on a third one of these. Yeah, like just Gal Gadot. I just can't. I can't get into her as an actor. She's just not nearly as good as a lot of other actors. She's just not as strong, and it shows in the stuff that she's kind of in. You're like, okay, yep, there's Gal Gadot. Okay, yep, she's she's acting. And we're in it. I actually thought and Russell Brand was pretty good in this because he didn't. He was so unlike Russell Brand. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Russell Brand job. was great in this, and the fact that he he didn't, you know, he looked like a totally different person. He actually looked kind of normal. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. 
It's like, ah, oh, that's frustrating. Um, but look, Ar- Army Hammer, I know we kind of canceled Army Hammer because he's talking about eating people. But, you know, Army Hammer Just fine. talking about it. I don't know why we just canceled something for talking about it. Did, did <laughs> yeah, he in person? Yeah, you know, just, Do we know if no, he's in person? I mean, he's talked about it. Like, he talked about it a lot. And in oh, a very okay. weird, fetishized way. It was odd. Don't kink shame. Um, it's 2020. It's funny because, because Emma, Emma Mackey, this French actress, she looks a lot like Margot Robbie. <laughs> and I was like, is yeah. that... Is that Margot Robbie in this thing? It's like no, it just looks like her. Oh. Can we um, talk about the first uh, the first five minutes that dance scene. What were you thinking during that dancing sequence of the first five minutes of the movie? Uh, it was just it was just a lot. Every time I see a <laughs> dancing scene, though, I'm just like, this is supposed to be 1930s. Yeah, right? but was that one was like that. You ever see? Um, have you ever seen Walk Hard? The Dewey Cox. Yes, yes, it's great. It's, it's such a ridiculous good, movie. It's so good. Yeah. But there's the uh, <laughs> that line where it's like people come to this come to this club to dance erotically. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like and that's, that's yeah. what it that's what it looked like. In yes, <laughs> like just this one couple dancing that way. Everybody else dancing fine, and then they're doing that. They are dancing erotically. <laughs> yeah, and it makes sense when you finish the movie. It's like I I like the premise. I enjoyed watching it to the end. Like it was good. Um, Murder on the Orient Express though was a much better movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to. So yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm, I might go watch that after we finish this podcast because you should. If you're looking for really a whodunit, yeah, if you're looking for a whodunit, I would mm-hmm. recommend seeing. Um, what was it? Uh, see how they run. I don't know if I talked. See about how that. they run. Yeah, it's Let more of a. It's got a Sarasu Ronan, whatever the hell I pronounce her name. No, and I don't. Sam Rockwell. I don't have that, but you know what? Let's acquire it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, see I, how they run. I'd recommend right, that. Maybe if I'll you, watch if that you're tonight. looking for something new, you're in a, a who done it kind of mood. Yep. Um, this one is, is very light, breezy, and uh, and pretty funny actually. Sarasu Ronan. I don't know. I'm sure I'm butchering that name, but she's hilarious in it. Okay, nineteen fifties London, awesome. right? Plans for a movie yeah. version of a smash hit play come to an abrupt halt after a pivotal member of the crew is murdered. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. All right, watch that, and if you hate it, you give me shit next time. All right, well, let's do it. There's something else I was supposed to watch and tell you. The, the the RRR movie is on my list. Yeah, Greg is like really making sure we watch that movie. Like, oh yeah, it's on my list. I'm, um, now that I've got time, right? I, I, I'm going to have time. I'm going to sit and I'm going to watch all three hours of this guy fight a tiger, right? He fights a tiger? I need, Yeah, yeah, at yeah. some point. I need I need to watch it too. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm watching it, Greg. Don't you worry. I'm in. I'm in and I'm going to watch it and I've got a long... If you have any movies you want me to watch or any television series, send them through, please, because I'm going to watch so much content. <laughs> I'm going to watch <laughs> all of it because I got nothing else better to do. But watch stuff. It's going to be amazing. Right on. <laughs> well, I've seen... Uh, you got anything else? What else you got? That's it? Uh, no. Watching Handmaid's Tale. That show is a pain to watch, but still watching it because... Yeah, it sounds painful. Yeah. When you're in it, you're in it. But yeah. Anyways. That's it. All right. Cool. I've... Uh, so I finished Andor. Loved it. So good. I understand. The first, the first episode, maybe two, might be a little slow because it's all set up. Who are these characters? What's going on? Who are these people? The first episode should have just been like they should have just mashed the first three episodes together and just said, here you go. This is this is how it starts, because it really does play out like a full arc. It's and the ending of the first episode is so abrupt. It's like I think the guy's just like walking through a through a shipyard. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Mm. What are we doing? It's like you're just in the middle of, of act one and you're like, what? So, yeah, that's weird. But um, man, this thing was great. It's so good. And the best thing about it is like they didn't take they didn't take any sort of bait 
on tying into any other Star Wars stuff other than what they like previously established. So yeah, that's about like Mon Mothma, who's one of the uh, who's one of the senators, who's like in the first movie and it's Rogue One. So like other than a, other than those kind of characters themselves and it's square zero, so you don't even need to know anything about them as is. But otherwise, not one lightsaber in this whole show. Not one mention of Jedi in this show. No Yodas, baby or full old man. <laughs> None. All right. It's dope. Like it is so cool that it just doesn't do any of that. And you just get a really cool and satisfying conclusion to it. And there's going to be a second season that started shooting. And that's, I think that's it. They're just going to do these two. The second season will end where rogue one begins and probably not gonna have that for about two years, but man, I think they nailed this. This is like probably the best star Wars thing since I don't know, probably the original trilogy. It's better than Rogue One, its entirety. And I think Rogue One was the best thing since the original Star Wars. And yeah, I was gonna say Rogue One. You got this thing. If you were yeah. gonna the more and more that I think about Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back is by far and away the best thing that's ever come out of that universe. Yeah. Number two is Rogue One for me, the more that I think about it. That movie is really good. I mean, the original Star Wars is still excellent. It's so much fun. It's good. No, again, like, I, I'm not a Star Wars. I'm not someone who goes Star Wars. Saga. It's just not. It's fine, right? Like, totally. It's, yep. It's just they got to get away from the Skywalker stuff. And I, because I actually read a lot of Star Wars books as a kid. And the books are great because they don't talk about any of that stuff. It's just totally a different thing, right? Because it's, I mean, it's just random people writing, you know, getting the license to write a book. Um, But yeah, like, I just, it's the main feature films of just like everyone's connected to like the same five people. So yeah, if you don't do that, I'm in. Um, And Rogue One specifically, while it did have a tie in, it just wasn't. It was more of just like a little bit of a heist film, and that's always fun, right? Who doesn't love a heist or who done it? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So they did a really great job. This is like when you actually get into more of the espionage and missions and stuff like that that happen, and just the there's like a whole arc in this show that you wouldn't see coming, but it's just really, really well done. So yeah, I, I try to stick with it. If you're not in. I mean, it's weird to say, oh, if you're not in by this episode, but yeah, I'd say by the end of the third episode, it's like you'll kind of get it where things are going. But even then, the curveballs they throw, they use their my my biggest problem with all those Marvel TV shows is that they just felt rushed at the end. It's like, man, you could have used like three more episodes or four more episodes here. I think they use the time perfectly. At no point, I was like, man, they could have used another episode or two or "Ah, this should have been shorter. Like, I, I think they nailed it through mm. and through like this this is a really great tight package here so um yeah Andor, i recommend it i think even if you're kind of like meh on star wars like you don't it has nothing to do with it. i don't even think you need to do it like i've heard people talk about this thing i'm like oh wow this person's into it too it's crazy hmm. so yeah Andor, good times um i also watched the uh the guardians of the galaxy holiday special <laughs> Watched that today. Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Like, I'm not. I couldn't even. I haven't even watched Hawkeye, and apparently Hawkeye's really good. And I've not watched Hawkeye's it. fun. Yeah. Um, um, holiday special, fun, light, breezy. They threw in like a couple of um, of weird revelations that you're like, oh, that's pretty substantial. I wonder if that's actually gonna play into future things. Um, that hmm. they just kind of drop some bombs. You're like, oh. All right, sure. They're I mean, that makes like, sense. Yeah. Like again, I, but, I think that they're just I think they're losing the casual fans personally with a lot of this stuff. Like it's great for uh, diehards, yeah. but like I want to come out for the Black Panthers of the world 
right? Like, bring me out when you've got the big thing. And if there's too many obscure things I got to kind of try and keep up with, it's just like eventually I'm just like, okay, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but yeah. whatever. I mean, just, look, it's it's forty, it's forty five minutes long. Yeah, so it is what it it's, is. It's the Guardian, so it's goofy, and it's got Kevin Bacon in it. And if none of that sounds appealing to you, then you could skip it. Which I will. I saw, okay. Again, I watch all kinds of ton of stuff I haven't watched. Like, from the TV shows, really? I mean, I've watched a lot of the stuff that I would argue is that they're going to try to, like, the Daredevil stuff and Jessica Jones more than I've watched any of this new stuff. Like, I've just not... After the, you know, I watched Loki. I watched, uh, what's it called? Um, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And then once I got to She-Hulk, it was just like, I'm kind of done with this stuff. Love She-Hulk. Big like Werewolf by Night? Good time. Did Don't you watch it? I don't watch it. No. Oh, I think you'd dig it. I probably would. That's the one. Like, that is the one. Because that has nothing to do with anything else that happens. Don't even look at that as a Marvel thing. Just look at it as a thing. I think you yeah. will be all about it. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Well, give it a go. Again, I got content to watch. So, you know, I'll watch it between watching the World Cup and watching random stuff. I'm in. Give it a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Supporting, uh, supporting Qatar, which is questionable. Don't know why you would, but. Right. No, I don't. I don't. I'm supporting America till they lose. Then when they lose, I'm gonna pretend like about, I, I about, don't know they are. How about when they? How about when they don't win? <laughs> yeah, because right now they're just tying everybody, right? Like I <laughs> yeah. watched the England thing because I was waiting yeah. to talk trash to all the English, and they tied, yeah. and I can still apparently talk trash to the English because they're all like, "Well, what, what's happening to English football? You know, the world's gonna end." And people are chanting USA because we tied them. I'm like, man, this is kind of a goofy sport, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah it sure is uh cool well that was it as far as what i'm watching playing wise same shit still playing rogue legacy 2 it's still amazing and i'm i'm like almost 25 hours into god of war ragnarok and Mm. holy shit here i've been told it's good a lot of people are playing this thing going "Mm, if you can find a ps5 now's the time yeah they and apparently becoming more uh, easy to find, I guess. The, at least yeah, which always does. Right? Stick that was around what for PS4 more than a few was. seconds. Like PS4 took three years before you could kind of easily walk into a store and buy one. Because that's what I need. Like, if you want me to hunt for it, I'm not going to hunt for it. But if I on a whim or like, you know what? Feel like playing. Feel like playing God of War, and I walk into the store and I go oh, PS5, and I go, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. And then I just buy it and walk home. Again, yeah, I bought a PS5. But if I got to start hunting for your thing, yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to buy it. Sorry. Yeah, this game's uh this game's production is crazy. Like mm. the, the level of production. I still see it as there's certain things that I'm like, uh yeah, this game doesn't look as good in some of the details, specifically with the faces, especially after playing a Plague's Tale, Requiem, and even Cyberpunk, where I'm like, oh my god, this the when you look at somebody like up close, it's like, wow, holy shit. Like they emote, they look the skin looks good, everything looks good. The faces look fine and that's the only thing that actually takes me out of this game because otherwise Mm. it's unbelievable and the way they do the the one cut camera thing and a few of these twists and gameplay that i didn't expect and the story twist that you probably would expect but you know the fact that they're there not what they are and it's just a it's an incredible experience so far i'm I'm really really enjoying this more than i thought i i mean i was always looking forward to it Mm. but i was uh, i was never like oh yeah fuck yeah god of war let's do it and now i'm like yeah, I just want to keep playing this game. Like, it, yeah. I I can't stop. And even I'm doing like all these side things as well that I wouldn't normally do. And uh, yeah, it's like because every time they give you one of these story hooks, and then the pacing is so well done. 
where you know you'll do a main story event and then like yeah all right here's this little area that you could go around and check some stuff out and it never forces you to do it but you're always compelled to and it's not overwhelming with this big open world you have like these kind of tighter open spaces that you can go place to place so the way they ease you into those things is really well done uh the map sucks actually a lot of the user interface is so wildly confusing and weird and i don't understand for as Hmm. good as everything when you're playing it is incredible i can't comprehend why the ux is so weird it's like i don't know why like i played xenoblade i played rpgs for like that have way more systems that are way more convoluted and the menus are way more are way more pleasing to use this is just so weird like it's not enough to ruin anything of the experience of course this game is still incredible but like why why does this do this and the map is is so confusing like there's a lot of weird shit in the map as well like how they place markers so like these big circular icons that show you the thing and you're like okay well that's the thing right and then there's a really narrow line that shows you that it's actually dropped there so when you try to mouse over the the big circle graphic thing no no no, that's not it you got to go down a little bit to find the dot on the map that it's pointing to like why did you do this why did you do this um so yeah it's super weird um I'm not like, I don't think there's anything wrong with copying a game that's done this kind of stuff before. Yeah. You know, look at, look at, uh, Assassin's Creed games. They've done UX pretty well. They've been doing this for a while because now you have like a lot more options to customize your weapons. Mm. Um, and so you do spend some time in the menus, but I have like less compelled to modify and upgrade my weapons because I'm like, well, what I have is working and I don't really know the difference between all these. And it's really weird the way it's written out <laughs> and it, navigating the menu sucks. So, eh, yeah, I'm just kind of going to go with this. And until I have problems, then I'll go and upgrade or craft something else. So that's my only real problem with the game. Otherwise, the acting is incredible. The story is great. The visuals are, are phenomenal. The environments are great. The animations are awesome. Like the characters. Oh, my God. The characters are like anytime they introduce a new character like the people that you want to love you love the people that you want to hate you hate and mm. people that you're supposed to feel like kind of torn about to just do such a good job of doing it the 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 way um like odin is in this game and it's like a really unique portrayal of this of this like god of gods right because he's like meant to be the shit right definitely not anthony hopkins yeah not quite uh you know the zeus like character that was in god of war yeah. 3 it's just like the way he's presented, he's just kind of this feeble, charismatic, just like this charismatic old man. Yeah. He's just not not imposing. It's just like, yeah, he's just a dude. And <laughs> he just he's kind of cool. <laughs> and then you got Thor, who's just like giant fat guy, who's <laughs> just like super imposing, but also be like, yeah, this guy seriously got some problems. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's very cool what they do with this game. Yeah, okay. I, I do. Yeah, I still have to play the other one. So, like, at some point, I will, on a whim, buy a PS5 and play both of these games until the end of time. So, yeah, Yeah, you got to you got to play both because, yeah, if if you can or have any interest, definitely play the first one before this because it takes place. I guess they kind of reference things that they did the second game, and it takes place a few years after the first game. Hmm. But it's really, it it's definitely meant to be this kind of duology. And that's so clear. Like the gameplay is almost identical. You revisit places from the first game and you the 
even even the visuals like you go from one to two like i'm sure there's a jump especially on ps5 but this game runs on ps4 and you know the first one still looks great so yeah, yeah okay. i highly recommend god of war ragnarok great game i could gush about it forever i don't know you know now that i'm playing these games it's like game of the year man i was like thinking xenoblade chronicles 3 a lock one of the best games I've ever played and i think it still might be but See, we'll see how we'll see how they stick this landing because this game I, is uh, pretty pretty special. I've I've got a question for you about a different yeah, game. Yeah, go for it. Right? Yeah, okay. I've got a lot of coworkers who are big Pokemon fans because if you're a millennial, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's talk right? about this. Yeah, yeah, like if you're a millennial, right? Pokemon is part of your life in some way, shape, or form. Like whether you watch the cartoon or like I remember in eighth grade, all I did was play Pokemon. I almost failed eighth grade because I just kept playing pokemon because it was just like never, hey, you're, you're you're fighting monsters it was great had to never got into it yeah got into but it for whatever reason i got into it but it was one year it was a one-year love affair with pokemon i've never played one of the i've never played a pokemon game since i played red and blue right so every time pokemon game comes because i remember i was talking trash about how they'd never release a pokemon game now they've released two haven't they uh, they've released they've released a few of these on switch on switch yeah i remember but they'll never do it because we kept saying oh the, you know the, and i told the, you only handheld you were I, and I was wrong. I was super wrong, right? But apparently, I'm not two, wrong in the fact of yeah. Two formal generations because they yeah. did. They first did Let's Go, which was like a stopgap. Then they did Sword and Shield, which was the first Switch true generation. Then they did a. I think they did Mystery Dungeon. They put that out there, and then they did Arceus, which was like a new season, which is like a new thing that came out earlier this year. And now they put out Scarlet and Violet, which is yeah. the next generation. Yeah. Like mainline, it's a mainline entry. So this yeah, is the so, second mainline entry on the Switch. So my general question is, what's wrong with this game? Because there's some really upset people about how bad this is, and I don't know whether or not it's bad because if it's a bit of a cyberpunk 2077 bad, as in like it'd be great if I could play it, <laughs> or if it's like Pokemon has finally hit that thing where it's just like, yeah, these games aren't very good, and it's time for us to recognize that they're not going to make the game that people want them to make. I'm curious, as someone who follows games and publications and probably listens to people talk about this, because there's a lot of really diehard Pokemon fans out there, I'm curious of you informing us, why does everybody hate this game? <laughs> okay, so full disclosure, I have not played this game. I'm not a Pokemon fan, um, but... I do. I have followed all the discourse. So this game, for all intents and purposes, is a very well-designed game and could possibly be like the best Pokemon game from a pure gameplay game design perspective. This game is a technical disaster. <laughs> like Now, none of it makes it unplayable, right? Like people are still playing and loving right. this game, but every person that plays it has to give the caveat that this thing is in technical shambles because the game struggles to maintain 30 frames per second, usually going around like in the Ugh. 20s, maybe lower. And I've seen like slideshows of some animations here. The resolution is not great. The pop in is bad. Like everything kind of looks like shit. The Pokemons look good, I guess, and some of the characters look good, but the environments are just bland and gross and uninteresting. And Lots then even then, like, the it's ground. Still, yeah. but it's, it's yeah. like the first. So why did this happen? Uh, hard to say, but I think it just comes down to, well, a few things. The This team has never made an open world game 
Arceus was close, but Arceus didn't run this poorly. The res it had some resolution problems, I guess, but frame rates were fine and people didn't have these people didn't talk about it like this. Then so it's an open world game, it's the first time the team's doing something like that. Game Freak has never really been a technical like powerhouse when it comes to their games. They they were tr traditionally a 3D uh, a, a handheld studio. Like all the mainline Pokemon games they made were always on, you know, like we were talking about before, they were on Game Boy. Yeah. DS, DS 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. And they did a great job with transitioning that style to Sword and Shield. Like Sword and Shield is like a traditional Pokemon game. It's not it's 3D, but it's not like open world. It is basically like, oh, we had a 3DS game and now it's on Switch and then we just have a whole bunch of new stuff, new assets, etc. But making a 3D game, I mean, making a full open world game is very different. And their team size apparently is not huge, especially one for something like this. So I think I heard 50 people at one point. I think I heard maybe up to 100 at another point. But mm. regardless... This is, and then other people were like, oh, it's because the switch is under powerful. And those people are full of shit because yeah. the switch is the switch is not a powerful handheld. It's not no. a powerful console. I will give it that. But Breath of the Wild exists. It runs pretty well. I was going to say, and that's, played Chronicles that's, three. And that's one of the original games, right? So that's someone who figured yeah. out you've had a lot of time yeah. to understand the architecture of how this thing runs. That's not an excuse, given how great Breath of the Wild looks. Yeah. And that was one of the first games to come out. So Xenoblade Chronicles Three is also a game that I played a hundred. A lot of great looking games for Switch this you year. I mean, hell, and even Hades. And it runs. Amazing. It runs great. And yeah, but that's completely game. different. You can't. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I, I get it. But I guess my yeah. point is, it's like to blame that but you can't. Xenoblade Chronicles Three is an open world game with pretty good draw distance. Pretty good looking stuff. Yes, it's not the best looking game, but it uses the hardware and it runs at a good frame rate consistently throughout. So yeah, but again, but but my point is just, it, excuse, it, it doesn't it doesn't yeah. matter. Like using the hardware yeah. for a reason why your game runs slow is yeah, never the answer. The, yeah. <laughs> you have to build the game to the hardware. It's yes. not like they were porting in a PS5 game to the Switch. This is the only console you're making it for. And you know what you're doing because you've yeah. used the hardware before multiple times. A apparently. So yeah. So it's it's really unacceptable in a few ways, but the problem is like this game sold ten million copies, of over did. ten million, maybe eleven Pokemon. million copies in it's three most days. Successful franchise. God of War. Yeah. Sony came out and they're like God of War Ragnarok was our best selling first party launch title of all time. It sold five point two million copies, and then all of a sudden Nintendo comes out and they're like, uh, "How about this? Three days." Literally, they sold more than twice the amount in half the in less than half the time, and this game runs like shit, and people are going to buy it. But so they're getting monetary reward. The other thing is, Nintendo doesn't develop these games. Nintendo doesn't even own the IP; they have a stake in it. But this IP is owned by the Pokemon Company, and the games are developed by Game Freak, and they are on like super tight deadlines, I guess, to align with, um, like with cartoons and physical products and all these other things. So. There is probably like a hard deadline they have to hit, but that's still not a good excuse. You guys are so profitable. You make so much money. You have a team of 50, throw another 50 bodies on it that know what the hell they're doing. Or, hey, Nintendo has a financial investment. Nintendo should actually be investing in this and throwing guys at this thing like they did for Breath of the Wild when they had people who worked on Xenoblades, the guys at Monolith. They worked on Breath of the Wild because of the open world nature of it. They should have been like, hey, guys. Here's some people from Monolith Games. 
they wrapped up Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Get over there, fix this thing, because it makes it makes Nintendo look bad. Yeah, you know? but again, that's that's People tough are... though. Like if you're like if you're running a studio and you're making a game and Nintendo's pushing the gas on this because they want it out, right? That's it's the not other Nintendo. Problem. It's not Nintendo. But Nintendo has some say in this game, though. It's an exclusive to their platform. Yeah, right? but it's, got some, they have a, they're, they're they some have a production stake. that they add to it, right? They, they, it's not that they just... Uh, this is, this isn't a totally third party. It's their IP, right? Because I believe Nintendo owns this IP still. No, it's owned by really? the Pokemon okay. company. They have a stake in it, but uh, they don't. Okay. I'm telling you, they are not yeah. a... So they own a percentage like of it, but with... not, enough to, not enough to make that decision. They're not enough to no. be part of the planning of the game to go, hey... You would never ship... Yeah. You would never see a Mario game come out with this level or, of or a Zelda technical, game technical like shambles that, or Zelda right? or any first yeah. party game. Kirby games wouldn't do this. None of them. You go through the whole list. It never happens. You could talk about even the sports games. They got they got dragged because they didn't have enough content, but they still ran well. They're still technically proficient. Nintendo, if they're good at nothing else, it's building yeah. games to their hardware that run <laughs> and that, that run well issues. on their hardware. Yeah. yeah. And this is the opposite. Like this is. It's kind of embarrassing, especially because of how much money they have and how much they're going to make on it. It's like, guys, it's worth it. Think about how much yeah. more you sell. This is a game that I was on the fence about getting because of the positive buzz. And then I saw it running. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. And there's so many other RPGs I'd rather play than this. Now, now the it's question is it. always, it. is it bad enough for them to actually fix it? Or are they... Do they, what's the word, to, how, how to put this? Are they arrogant enough to go, nope, that's the game, we're moving on. Love it or so hate So from it. what I understand, these they don't usually patch these games. No, that's like my point. Pokemon that's games don't normally get yeah. patched. So Nintendo will. Nintendo actually has been patching a lot of their games recently. Like even if it's just minor shit for, for who knows what. But the Pokemons don't. So I, I honestly have no idea. If I was Nintendo... I would be calling them on the phone and be like, guys, what are we doing? Like, I would be flexing. It's a minority share, but it's like, guys, you're making us look bad here because the amount of people are like, this is why we need to switch pro. It's like, no, 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 no. Not for something like this. Like, you guys are actively making us look bad because of this product that you shipped and you got to fix it. And we will give you resources to fix it because look, you sold 11.1 million copies. We're getting that 30% from every sale you make in addition to whatever percentage that they have of the Pokemon company anyway, right? So they're they're double dipping probably. They're making some extra money. So they might make like 40% on every sale, let's say, hypothetically. That's pretty good. 40% of 11 million sold is pretty damn good. Uh, and yeah. they'd be like, look, stop making us look like shit. We're going to send you 20 engineers from Monolith and they're going to fix your game because we can't have this. Now, it's not exactly how it works. That's like very... No. I was going to say, now that's... As as I know, someone who you know who deals with production and how to like that's not how it works. But in general, right? Like it's some no. But there, if you send, a, but if you yeah. send a handful of engineers from a company that knows how to do open world stuff, and you give them you know three to six months to fix it, <clears throat> they will get it done. But you have to allocate those resources to do it. No, that's what I'm saying. That's not cheap either. And no. like, sure, you could but say, oh, you should spend some bucket. of the money that you made. It's a drop in the bucket when you've just made. When yeah, you're when going it's not to your sell money, twenty though. million, like you're going to sell yeah. twenty million copies of this game before it's done, yeah. and it is your money because there is an impact on the on the perception of your hardware. Yeah, but because you people know. are like, oh, this thing sucks now. I'm but you wait know, for the next, for the, next game. the minute there's another Pokemon game, people aren't going to go. Oh, the last one runs so bad. I'm not going to buy this one. 
Come on now. You know, these I games know. sell themselves. No, the, Pokemon, the Pokemon people will. What I'm talking about, though, is the impact on Nintendo's. Nintendo's There's a lot of Switch owners, right? There is, so Switch is by far the most popular console of this generation, right? Yes, I are mean, you it's selling, kind of a, yeah. Are you selling more Switches, as many Switches as you can, to prospective buyers who would otherwise have bought it before seeing if, if the performance was good? Because I guess the, the question is, does Pokemon rumor sell swirling, consoles, right? Does, there's been yes. three games now. There's been three of yes, them. Yes, it does. And if you haven't bought a Switch because of the other two Pokemon games, is this supposed to be the one that makes you buy this the console? I don't know. I'm asking. Like I don't know. Top, top again, console. Yeah. Top consoles in November, no doubt, is going to be Switch. Has to. Yeah, be. but again, but they've also sold. You know, they've already sold a ton of. They've already had po- Pokemon games. This isn't like the first yes. release of a Pokemon game on the Switch. It's the third, the way that you just explained. It, no, but it's the fourth. first. It's the first Pokemon release that actually is that's doing something to push the series forward. Hmm in a way that hasn't been seen in a long time. So all I'm saying is that there's various forms of hearsay out there. One of them being, hey, there's going to be, hey, this this is not good for the Switch. And it'll be better on the Switch Pro or like mm-hmm. a Switch Pro. That is what the hearsay is. And there's no evidence that that's going to happen, at least not that I know of. There's always rumors going, but they've been saying this forever, right? And Nintendo does like mid-gen refreshes all the time. So if that gets enough traction where people are like, oh, then I'm just going to wait and not buy the Switch when they could have today, but didn't because this thing looks like shit and it's going to look better on new hardware in a year, allegedly, then so be it. I'm not going to buy that console. So that is a problem for Nintendo. Is it a huge problem for the core base of Pokemon users? Hell no. Absolutely not. That's your point, right? Like, that's not going to stop people from buying. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of my, like. But I think it will slow down prospective people who don't own the Switch that would buy it. And that does impact Nintendo way more than people who wouldn't buy this game who already have my point is just always right the games that sell consoles right because that's what nintendo cares about that's what sony cares about that's what microsoft cares about right there's games that sell consoles and is is this pokemon supposed to be one of them maybe it is and maybe that's why it's a problem because if you think that it's going to stop it's going to prevent people from buying the console because they go well this game runs bad so now i'm not going to buy the switch in the pokemon game or if you think they could, that they can fix it and it's worth spending the money to fix it before Christmas, right? You've got another month until Christmas, Black Friday sales, everything else. You're buying a, a, a Switch system and a Pokemon game to give it Christmas. You've got about a month, possibly, to fix some of the real, probably big glaring issues. You, Like you said, you can't fix all of them because that's probably be three, six, nine months to fully fix the performance issues. But is it worth even going on this track for all the new people that are going to have a Switch for Christmas or debating whether or not they should buy one for Christmas? And I, I just don't know. Like with Switch, it's hard to tell because I always figure they've oh, they got will. a fan base that buys the stuff even when it's not great. Like there's been a lot of games that they've that, that Nintendo have released that aren't very good, but people still buy them. Look, they're gonna they're gonna sell every Switch that's in stores for Christmas, and they're gonna sell every. Uh every copy of Pokemon. So it probably doesn't make much of a difference. Yeah. But so that's my I point. It doesn't make much of a difference. People be, just complain about it and then they wait for the next one to be better. But there might be, there might be a drop off. I, I don't know. There might, there might be a drop off in sales that wouldn't otherwise be there because yeah, it's why it's interesting. I will say yeah. the other thing that is making this more interesting is not, is because of the memes that are coming out about it. Yes. 
There's always memes. And the people posting about it and all the crazy stuff that could happen in this game. So that might also have a knock-on effect where various clips go viral, people post about it on TikTok, and then that people buy it for the lulls as opposed I to actually guess, paying but there's it just because less. it's a people quality just instead game. want to dunk which on is Nintendo. crazy like it's just and people want to dunk on Pokemon because again i've got people that i work with that are big pokemon fans these are people in their 40s or in, or in their late 30s that love pokemon they love the characters they love everything about it. And i'm just like man like i don't i lost that you know that that amount of joy for this thing in eighth grade but it's a big franchise for me to pretend that this isn't one of nintendo's biggest franchises if not the biggest historically it's just wrong. Like, people love this series. And oh, so yeah. having a game like this that people are like, I'm playing it, but mm, this game is not great. But they're still playing so, it, like you said. Right? So they're even with it. even with all the shit, the average critic rating on Open Critic is still 75, which is still pretty good. People but love again, the, the games, game. Man. Is a, the game is apparently very, very yeah, just doesn't good. Run well. From a design standpoint, it just runs like shit. So if you can look past it and you get used to it, which a lot of people are, especially fans it out, of it. Right? You got it. You learn to they, save a little bit more. You learn to, yeah. You know, you learn what to do they and what not it. to do, and yeah, that's right. So yeah, anyway, exactly. yeah, I just want to talk about it because it's the thing that entered my world game wise. I'm like, oh, a new Pokemon game. Every time it's a new Pokemon game, I go, hmm, I should buy this thing, and then six months passes and I forget about it. Hey man, look, all I'm gonna say is Persona Five Golden is thirty bucks right now at Best Buy. So if you want to order one of those things, ship it to LA. Get a get a little Persona Five on your Switch. Yeah, just saying, just saying. Yeah, we'll see. Might Maybe. be time. Might Maybe. be time. Or play Rogue Legacy too, because that game is awesome, and that game runs. Or the fantastic. Mario and Rabbits game. A lot of games I'm supposed to be playing. Oh yeah, so many good games. So many good games. Who said this was a bad year for games? People are people are on crack. They don't know what they're talking about. They are in the crack, is what they are. Let's end this. I, I'm going to go to sleep. That's about to say. It's late. Uh, Even though it's nice that we can now record at 6.36 my time, and it's only midnight, 12.30 your time. It's nice. We're closer in time zones, so it's good. Yeah, it's We probably good. have one Especially... more recording before. I don't plan on bringing any gear to LA when I'm what? traveling. Don't plan oh, on it. Oh, I'd like hiatus. a nice break. So we might go on a little Christmas hiatus, Christmas, New Year's hiatus. But you know, if you come, if you if you make your way over to, to Arizona and you bring your equipment, we can do an episode. I'm down. Oh, so I gotta do I gotta do this work. Absolutely. Yeah, you gotta bring the stuff. I'm not bringing it. God damn. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well So if you don't get any podcasts, it's Jason's fault. <sighs> wow. Wow. All right. He's broad.com. Go there. Whoa, boys. Go there. Find the links, subscribe, review us, be cool, tell your friends, all that jazz. Till next time. Oh, shuck it, duck it now.